Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. This morning on Hearing Voices, we continue our visit with legendary race broadcaster Paul Page. Paul, your broadcasting career is well known to many, but before you were the Paul Page that we all know, your career and your life almost ended in Speedway. Tell us about the 1070 Whirlybird. Well, first of all, it was fun. Um, I was supposedly the traffic reporter, but we didn't really at that time have any traffic early 70s. Um, So what I really was, I was the straight man for Chuck Riley and Gary Todd, the morning and the afternoon drive DJs. And I had a ball with them. And uh, we just, especially Chuck Riley, who was awesome and God bless his soul, he's passed on us, but um, it, it was a fun thing to do. And then one day we're just flying around at the end of the day. This is in 1977, so it's after I have done my first race as the anchor. And suddenly we hear a loud cracking sound. And I look over at the pilot, and he gives me a weird look. And But we continue on. We're heading for the airport. And just as we pass over the speedway, we have another cracking sound, and the aircraft starts down. And I'm like, we're not auto-rotating. And it's because the pinion gear at the base of the main rotor shaft actually disintegrated in flight. So we had no auto-rotation. And I'm I'm looking, it's it's like nanoseconds that I'm talking about here, but I'm looking, we're probably gonna hit the Speedway High School and that would be, you know, a horrible, horrible thing to do. Fortunately, we had just enough power to take us over the high school and dump us in the uh, in the football field just to the east of it. And uh, that, was, that was quite a moment. Uh, I had um, severe injuries uh, of my left leg. Uh, the other guys um, in the helicopter had a pilot, had a broken back. Um, and it was, well, my break was so serious. It was like six months before it actually was healed. And uh, when they, they were gonna take me into surgery, they uh, they said, You're, just so you know, we probably are gonna have to take that foot off. So that was that was the, the biggest touchdown that Speedway High School ever had. How about that? Paul Page visits with us this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. We are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at whtc.com. Also Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you access high quality entertainment. Paul, I want to talk a little bit more about your career at WIBC. You and I have communicated off of the air about my involvement in the Caritzis incident. Talk a little bit for those that don't know. A man was held hostage for 63 hours, and you were on the scene or around it for much of it. Yeah, it, um, it, it, was, it was kind of serendipitous, if you, that word is appropriate. I had just stopped off at the FBI headquarters, which is what about at that time, 12th and Pennsylvania, uh, to pick up a couple buddies. We were going to lunch. And um, we get in their car and almost right away, I mean, we haven't actually left the building yet, comes out this, this thing that a, a, a guy's holding somebody hostage downtown. And so I run, jump in my news cruiser and, and head down there. And of course, that was uh, uh, Tony Chris's uh, holding Mr. Hall um, with a shotgun wired around his wrist and around Hall's neck. And so I followed that story as best I could. We finally got out to a retirement home on the city's far west side. And for 
two days, I virtually stayed there um, watching this whole thing develop. Unfortunately, the way it developed, the uh, situation ended itself uh, without without any injuries, thank goodness. And uh, so, so Tony ends up in jail, and, and he's passed now. So, you mentioned earlier. Chuck Riley, who's the best broadcaster that you ever worked with? Yeah, uh, in in terms of that style of the broadcast, uh, there there are people I've worked with doing play by play that I I view them as different, but I view them as the best too. Um, but yeah, I learned a lot from Chuck. We became very close friends. Um, he had a brand new 280Z, and you know that was the thing at the time. And uh, he and I were both in, in the sports car club doing rallies and, and Jim Connors. And uh, we'd meet a lot for dinner. Uh, he loved to eat as much as I do. And we, we just had a great time. Plus, we had Lou Palmer involved there. It was, uh, it was a close-knit little group of about eight people that were always together. And, and Chuck was kind of the, the centerpiece of that group. Any era, any car, any surface, best race you've ever seen? Had to be last year. Last year. Why is that? Leo winning. Though um, no, I, I have to say that the 100th with uh, Rossi winning, um, it was it was very cool because I knew what the strategy was. I, I figured it out that they're they're making a run for the race, and the other guys are probably going to have to stop because they burned a little too much fuel down. And I said said that to the guys off the air. I said, "You got to keep an eye on Rossi," and they kind of looked at me like he's nine. You know, what are you thinking? And so a little bit later, I was on the air, and I said that we have to keep an eye on Rossi. And then of course, everybody in front of him did it. He took the lead, and ran out of fuel on the last lap um, and I think he crossed the line at a blistering 134 miles an hour so uh, the big thing was whether or not Carlos Munoz would catch up to him uh, on that last lap and it was very likely that he would but he did not so that was that was pretty cool too he is the great Paul Page generous with his time and tomorrow we will have one more day with Paul we'll play word association tomorrow morning on hearing voices